Amen. So we've got, a, we've got a bit of agenda, and if anybody is on the agenda and you're speaking, make sure you come up here because we had some people that could not make it, and they wanted it to be recorded, so uh, we'll have it recorded for posterity. So Neil's got about a 15-minute spill at the end, and he's really excited. So make sure, Neil, when you, you're up here, you talk right into that. Um, believe it or not, the past this is our first face-to-face -face family meeting uh, since that thing called COVID started. And so, man, I love this. I love being able to sit around tables and eat and uh, just be with each other. I think uh, the first few times that we tried to do a church social, um, it went real bad. Uh, you know, I love our Origins people. You're great at everything now. But the first few church socials, there were more bags of potato chips than anyone could possibly need. And so, man, there's a lot of chicken over there. We don't even have to mention that anymore. So we're winning. We're doing really good. Um, and it's really great too. I think it's, it's kind of full circle that we can use this facility tonight. Um, it just kind of goes to uh, attest to what God's done through Origins and the fact that Stephen Leopard, who was uh, on staff with us and was hired from within, uh, we were able to kind of joyfully send him off and let him do the work of revitalization here at Dunneen. And uh, now uh, they graciously let us use their facility. So I think, man, that's, that's a pretty big deal. Um, but uh, tonight, our goal is just kind of to talk about what last year looked like, uh, what this year is going to look like, celebrate some things, and kind of lay out some vision for some things that we, we think God's wanting us to do. Um, and hopefully it won't be so boring. Uh, if you do have kids that are still in here and you want to take them to the nursery, there's a little maze that you can walk through that door and take them back, but most of them already found their way. But if they're here and they make noises, that's okay too. Um, that's, that's part of life, so we, we enjoy that too. Um, over the past couple of years, about, about the past year and a half, um, Origins, the face of Origins has changed a decent amount. And it's, it's been neat to see. Like I think a lot of people that are sitting here, uh, it's great to say that you've been with us for a while, but there's a handful of folks that if it wasn't for something called COVID, you probably wouldn't be a part of this family right now. Like for whatever reason, uh, you started coming during that time or listening during that time and then attending during that time. And uh, we are super grateful for that. Uh, we're very, very grateful that God used something that was completely unpredictable and completely crazy from week to week uh, to grow our family, to add amazing people to our family, and to bring in so many gifts and talents and stories and just, man, amazing things because of all of that. Uh, we added a staff person during this phase. Um, we've added several members during this phase. We've seen family members be baptized. We've seen people make um, decisions to follow Jesus. We've seen a lot of things happen in the past year and a half um, that COVID did not stop. And so we are super, super grateful for that. Uh, in the midst of that too, um, kind of the, the, the obvious thing is that we're meeting in a new location on Sundays. We're gonna talk a little bit more about the details of that and what that looks like because it all happened rather quickly. And we just did not have time to get all of that information out because to be honest, we found out and we had to be out of the old cigar in like six months time from the time that we found out. And that's relatively quick um, for the way things roll in downtown or just in life. Um, and so we're gonna give some details on that and have time for questions um, and just talk about what that looks like moving forward too. Um, and really quickly, just a few things on that, just to point out, uh, last time we made a move, um, we moved from, the old, from Spill the Beans to the Old Cigar Warehouse, and we could have stayed at Spill the Beans for a little bit longer. I mean, we were most likely violating all the fire codes um, and things like that, but there were very gracious owners that were not asking us to go anywhere. And so during that time, um, the Old Cigar Warehouse popped up, and we thought it would be a reach for us, considering we went from paying zero rent um, to paying a good amount of rent for four hours a week, um, and we asked for a vote. And, and it, was, it was basically unanimous. Everybody said, let's do it. Um, they voted with uh, their tile, if you remember, but they also voted with their pocketbooks, if that even makes sense. I don't think people even carry pocketbooks anymore, but they voted with their wallets or their bank accounts and said, we will we'll do what's necessary. Uh, this time around, when it came time for us to move out to Zen, we didn't take a vote. We kicked it around, but it was a little bit of a different scenario. We, we really didn't have a choice. We had to get out. Um, we were told, here's a hard date that you have to be out of this facility. And so we basically had to find a place, and we'll talk about the specifics of that and uh, the place that we found uh, was Zen. And to not, not metaphorically Zen, it was literally Zen. It's a, a place called Zen. And hopefully you've been there with us already. 
Um, but in the midst of that, we also did find out even after we started talking to them, I think Abram actually initiated that conversation as part of the search committee or the space team, as we like to call it. Um, I thought that was really clever. We should get it made into shirts. But anyway, uh, he started that conversation and we were well into that conversation before they let us know one little tidbit of information that Zen is actually for sale. Um, we did not know that when we started talking to them and we didn't know it even uh, at the time that we did two trial services, which they suggested, but they did graciously let us know after that. Um, but it is for sale. Um, we are um, kind of staying on top of that news as it comes, so we really don't know how long we'll get to be there. Uh, they can pretty much say that uh, they think that through the end of the year we'll be able to stay at Zen, but if it doesn't sell, there's a good chance we can stay longer. Um, and we've just kind of told them, look, you, you keep us updated, we'll keep you updated, um, and if something changes, let us know. Uh, they basically said, look, we'll do a deal through the end of the year, um, but also understand that if you guys find something better, you can get out at any time. Um, but also they have the flexibility to give us like a 60-day notice too uh, in that period. So right now we're just praying that, that God knows best and that God will continue to direct. Um, the search is not really over. Um, we're still kind of keeping our ears open and our eyes open for uh, what may be another landing place for us if that option kind of comes up or if it is necessitated by telling us we got to go. Um, but right now we're there. And Abram and these guys from the finance team, they can talk about the cost and what that specific change looks like. But uh, right now, we're just grateful that we have a place to be on Sundays. Uh, it, it is a bit bigger. Um, if you've been there, it does give us a little more freedom to actually gather and chat and chew the fat and all of those things, which is nice. And, uh, and it just it's, there's a little more elbow room, which is really, really good. Um, Ashley will talk about some of the changes with kids and things that we get to do there with kids as well. But... Uh, we're just grateful that God opened that door, and literally we could have walked there, and we had no idea. Um, the, as far as the rest of the church, uh, we'll have a little more detail, but, man, it's been fun to watch over the past year and a half, two years, um, the things that God's done that we really had no part in. Uh, the only thing that we had a part in was just kind of sitting and getting to witness it and be along for the ride. It was almost like God's passive work that he just told us, like, hold on, and and there's a ride coming, and just get ready. It's been fun. And, and we've mentioned this a few times, but we do feel like there's this, there's a swell under our feet of the things that God's doing. No idea what it looks like, where we're going. Um, but there's no denying, it's no denying, like he's brought some amazing people to us in ways that we have not seen in the past. Uh, in the past, because we are a relationally driven model, um, and we're not going to apologize for that, for being like, man, overly relational to the point that it's intimidating, like that's who we are. But it's rare for anyone just to walk through the doors without knowing somebody already. But whether you've noticed it or not, over the past six to eight weeks, we've had a ton of people just walk in and they know no one. They've just walked in. A prompting by the Holy Spirit, a prompting by God, whatever it may be, a hand in the back and they've just come in and they're putting down roots as we speak. And for that, we are incredibly grateful. And uh, we can't look at that and thank anyone other than just God and what he's doing. Um, and I think it, it keeps coming back uh, to me um, that several years ago I was speaking to a group of church planters and I, ma I made this statement. And it wasn't like a prophetic statement, but it was this statement that's come back to bite me several times of uh, sometimes we have to trust God's design far more than our plans. Um, and what God's doing is he's designing a family uh, in spite of our plans. And so every week we get to look out and we get to see who God has brought in. We get to look in community groups and see who God's brought in. We get to look at things like this and we can just kind of look and be amazed at the fact that God is doing something and we just, man, we just get to sit, watch, and rejoice. And, and even with, um, man, with great expectation, just ask God, hey God, what's next? What do you want us to do next? And so that's been kind of fun. Um, and uh, yesterday, too, just from a personal note, was five years ago I was voted in as pastor. Um, thank you. Like, thank you. Like, for those who weren't here. <laughs> I mean, a lot of you guys were not here. But, I mean, like, thank you for allowing me to, yeah, not that. But, like, um, thank you for allowing me not to work a single day of my life in the past five years almost. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but, but I brag to other pastors all over the state like almost on a weekly basis, like I love my, my job. Um, and some days I feel guilty even calling it a job because I, I love getting to do what I do. 
Um, like, I, I, and I know I feel bad for other pastors who can't say this, but I can honestly say that my best friends are, are in this church family. And man, there's a ton of pastors around that can't say that. I can, and I can mean it. And, and I can look at you right now, but I won't. But man, I love, I love this church. I love what God is doing. I love the mission that's bigger than we are. And I love the fact that we have no idea how we're going to accomplish it. But God does. And he just says, hold on. So if you're here tonight, um, before we even get to the end, I'm asking you to do the same thing. Like trust God with what he has for us. Um, understand that it, it may be way bigger than our designs, way, way more audacious than our plans. Um, but if it's God's will and if it's his desire, let's just be okay with it. And let's just kind of hold on. Um, so thank you guys for being here tonight. Uh, we're going to toss it over to uh, the finance team. Um, those guys are going to come up and kind of give us some numbers. You've got, they'll tell you everything. I'll, I'll get out of the way. But whoever's coming up can come on up and talk through this fun stuff. <clears throat> All right, well, we were going to prepare for this, but I think we're just going to wing it. So um, if you've got a, a budget on your table, take a look at it real quick. Uh, you'll see that the format is we're showing 2021 and then 2022 budget. And um, man, I don't know what all you want to know. But well, let's start with, so last year our budget amount was 189000 for the total year. And, man, God was so good. We brought in $279,000. Um, so great job, everyone out there. Which I, I think say. is probably a first yep. of going over two hundred. Yep, I think so. So, so we've yes. always kept our budget below two hundred, and which is why you see that 189 number. And... Um, this year is the first year that we've actually got a budget over 200, just barely, and um, and hopefully we'll we'll blow through that too. Yeah. So thank thanks everyone for your your gracious and um, open giving. Uh, out of that 279 thousand dollars, we gave away 10 percent of that. Um, it, it comes in one hand, like Matthew says, and goes out the other hand. So we were able to to bless um, other churches and. People that needed it at the time, so we gave away that twenty-seven thousand number instead of the eighteen nine hundred. Yeah, I think this is the second year that we've had kind of this format in place, and it's really been helpful. Every month, um, we're kind of transferring money to different accounts um, to allocate it in different places, and so whatever has come in, um, Matthew is just giving ten percent of that number. Uh, so certain ministries, I think, what did you say, Matthew? The church planners have fixed numbers, but then everything else uh, that falls underneath that category um, is a random number. So as we go through the year, each month, we're just giving away 10% of what comes in. And um, it kind of, to me, it takes out the guesswork. You never have to wonder what we're going to give or how much to give. Um, so I like that from a number standpoint. Um, but even, even doing that, we had, if you look down at the very bottom um, of this, it says the money, money in minus money out, that 90000 was what came in above and beyond what our budget was. And then if you look at, and so like what Rob was saying, the giving ended up being 10%, so closer to 27000 instead of that 18000 number. And then if you look at our savings, which is at the very bottom, um, it said we were going to save 5000 which is pretty sad. But we actually ended up saving or putting into savings about 68000 So that was um, a dramatic uh, difference. Um, that, that savings account is for rainy days or potentially uh, a space of our own once we're to a place that we feel comfortable that God has led us there. So. Yeah, and we've actually, I mean, 
if you need more info, you can ask. We'd, we will share that. But um, we've got kind of an emergency fund slated, and then we've also got like future um, building fund set aside. So when we were looking at the beginning of this year where we were going to go from Zen or from Old Scar Warehouse, we didn't know about Zen at the time. Uh, we were thinking about maybe buying something or renting something. And honestly, as we were searching, we probably don't have quite what we need um, for a down payment or anything like that. And plus, plus like the upfit of a project. So um, our hope is that even through this year, we're able to put away more and add to that. And um, whenever Zen does run out, we're ready for it and positioned for it. So was, was there a question? Did I miss a hand? Kip, were you raising your hand? Okay. Uh, all right, uh, if you look down through here, the format is simple. We basically um, are showing you a bird's eye view of everything. The 2021 is what uh, last year's budget was, and then 2022, you see the new numbers. Anything that has changed is going to be in bold. If it's not in bold, we literally just carried it over the same. Uh, nothing changed. Uh, I think our biggest change is going to be Zen. And if you look at that, it's about uh, a third of the way down. And it is a $10,000 difference. Um, so a lot of money for Zen, but, um, but I think it will serve us well. And then we did give, sorry, I'm jumping around here. Uh, we did give uh, the staff salaries an increase. So you'll see that number, not much. Um, and we probably need to give a little bit more, but like Matthew said, he hardly works, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, <laughs> well, we did talk about an increase every year. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, go ahead. Well, we did, we, we did talk about how we will, like, obviously we had more money come in And therefore, we've got percentages in mind of how we'll increase everything going yeah. forward, including our staff salaries. So. And we also, we're working on a system um, that <clears throat> anything that comes in above and beyond um, what we've budgeted, then we're giving bonuses from that money. So we did give bonuses last year, and I think those were pretty generous. Um, so... That, and that's not reflected in here. So um, we're next. Uh, I think if anybody has any questions, questions, yeah, if anyone yeah. has any questions about like what love God, like what are the, the inner workings of that or love one another, we can definitely um, answer those. Just come and ask us and we can give you a breakdown of like exactly what that includes. Um, just an example, I think for love one another, it might be like, you know, an allocation for um, if someone, you know, wants, like I did a women's Bible study um, a couple years ago, and that was funded by Origins and things like that. Um, so if you have any questions, we'd be happy to answer that. And if you look at the very bottom, uh, you'll see like our future savings. We, even though it was sad last year, we even made it sadder this year. <laughs> Um, like the, we did that really just to make the budget work. Like we wanted this 205, 500 number for whatever reason. And, um, in order to get that, we just had to take money from somewhere. Okay. Um, I think we're going to, I think next year we'll try to fine tune this. This is really a lot of work and we're all super busy. And so to get something like this together for you, um, Oh, yes, it's yeah. Be, it's getting better every year. Yeah. It's definitely getting better every year. And same with, like, at the very bottom, you see that miscellaneous expense. We, we deleted some from there. Uh, I think every budget should have a miscellaneous expense account or category. Um, and honestly, some of these big categories, if you look in the subcategories of them, they have, like, a cushion even in there. So um, it's not like we were, um, were lacking for that. But I think we have done a really good job 
of staying on budget, um, which is reflected in the amount of money that we were able to put away. So what you see here, for the most part, is what we're spending uh, in a given year. And if anything more comes in, like uh, obviously the giving is the, the main thing that probably increases. I'm not sure that anything else increased. Um, we basically have said where this money is going to go, and it's going there. And then anything extra, we're putting it aside for, for future stuff. So, yeah, any questions? Abby? Uh, we would have spent more than that because the giving. Yeah, we would have spent more because um, we would have spent closer to 27000 on giving rather than this eighteen. So it would have been a difference of uh, 9000 something like that. Everything else was about the same. Yeah. Everything under that. Yeah. Well, we didn't spend how much we budgeted, so that's why we had the surplus in the savings account of the sixty-eight thousand. So we have our budget set to have cushion. Like, all right, you got so much money to spend a month, and it doesn't always get spent. So then it goes into our savings account. Does that make sense? Kind of. So, <laughs> so we put we put into savings, Abby. We put into savings $68,201.88 to be exact. And um, what came in was that 279 number. So we were, uh, we spent what? What's that? An extra. It's the 90 minus the Yeah, another, we spent an extra like 22,000. Some of that would have been on um, giving, and then some of that would have been on the bonuses, and then. I think that's probably it. Yeah, the love one another was a little higher last year, too, because during COVID, there were some, some family needs that we, we couldn't have budgeted for and didn't know. But since we had it, we utilized to do And uh, that, in the very fine detail, love one another, there was a miscellaneous family needs. We way overspent on what we budgeted for that, because I think originally we budgeted like 500 bucks. But there were, there were more needs that came up, and we had it, so we, we took care of our families. But if you do look at these numbers, like, I mean, office accounts and uh, payroll taxes. Uh, Zen obviously is not going to change. That number's, uh, I mean, we may have cushioned a day, uh, Sunday or two, right, in there. Um, so that number might actually end up being lower. But we've done, we've done a fairly thorough job of getting, like, putting in the budget what we're actually spending, and, and then we're making sure that we're spending that. So, and not going over yeah, that. And just to build on top of that is, Everything that you see in the change, that's reflected off of what we did last year. So that yeah. kind of gives you a picture of like, all right, so the office accounts had to go up two grand. That's because that's where the money went. And that's mm -hmm. why uh, Love God went down and Love One Another went up because it's a little more accurate to what we actually spent last year. So we're building that into the budget. But then honestly, like the biggest change is going to be Zen. That's an increase of almost 11,000. And so that's, that's the biggest difference. Otherwise, the budget is almost identical from last year to this year, other than that Zen and a few other things. But, uh, and even some of the changes here um, are a subtraction rather than an addition. So good question, though. Any other questions? Yep, you sure you don't want to ask? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. If you're good, we're good. Thanks, guys. Okay. So um, we are thriving in our new building. Um, <laughs> the, what? Louder. We are thriving in our new building. Um, the kids, I think, are really enjoying that space. There's, um, I mean, I think they, it's cool to have, um, like, a movie theater screen in there to do worship, so that's pretty fun. Um, but we are still in four classrooms, and um, our ministry is growing. And um, there's so many preschoolers right now. <laughs> I'm having to take that classroom and kind of put a divider wall in between because, and like have a teacher over here and a teacher over here. 
Um, I started that last week and it seemed to work good because just that little age is just really busy and a lot to handle. But um, so I'd like to, to move to five classrooms um, and just kind of narrow down the ages a little more and be able to um, focus a little more on, on the lesson for the, as you get older and, and just to be able to um, have families go to worship and so their, their baby is, uh, you know, has a space and it's, you know, has what they need and, um, and maybe smaller rooms might be better for that. Um, but I need all hands on deck for that. So um, if you call your church, Origins Your Church, or if you have a kid in Origins, like I highly encourage you your, to, to come help us volunteer. Um, it can, we accept guys, we accept the fathers. Um, Michael is holding down the fort. Um, Zach has come back there, the other Zach. Um, so yeah, I love having you guys back there. David's back there sometimes. But um, yeah, we just, we, I'd like to have two teachers in each classroom. And so if there's four weeks or five sometimes, so you guys can do the math, um, I just need, you know, all hands on deck. So um, get a hold of me if you'd like to help us out. And it's normally just one time a month. And if you have a call, a heart for teaching, like the upper grades really need some strong teachers, even in preschool, like just to be able to sit and like control a circle time and cheese it up and do a Bible story and pray with them and just kind of get to know their little hearts. Like, um, or if you just want some baby snuggles, like that is your room because there's lots of those too. Um, let's see. We are trying out a new curriculum right now after, um, COVID, we did like a social media um, curriculum and they, the kids loved it. They had so much fun. And then that group stopped doing videos and um, it was a real bummer, but I've been kind of like looking for some different curriculum and I'm trying out a new one. It's called Think Orange. And, um, oh shoot, my, where'd my notes go? They left me. Um, hold please. Oh man, okay, I guess I'll just have to go by um, thinking. Okay, so it's called Think Orange. Um, we went with Gospel Project for a really long time. Um, I really like the parent resources. If you have been getting an email from me, I'll, I might say like, hey, this is what your kid learned this week. And in that email, it'll guide you with like, what you can do at dinner time, what you can do at bath time, and how you can kind of incorporate what our sermon was about that week. Um, so even with the preschoolers, if they just watched a little video, sang a song, or, and wrote, did like a coloring sheet, you can still incorporate that, that lesson, like just at talking or bath time or whatever, at bedtime. Um, and the older ones, I have the same um, email coming out too, so I hope you guys are checking those out. And then the older classes, the elementary class, are coming home with a devotional sheet, and there's four days of devotions. And... Um, you might have something that you do with your kid um, if they're older and they can do that at home like you, they can post it in the bathroom in their bedroom like wherever but um, I just I like that um, that resource um, it's like a month they have a month theme that I really like about this curriculum um, we build on that we build on the memory verse we build on um, some points that um, I feel are simple for our kids to um, to grasp so those are some of the few things that I like about the, the video, or the, the Think Orange curriculum. Um, what else? Camp, we're going to camp this year. Um, and our girls, I think we have some girls that are gonna be able to join Liza this year to go to camp. Um, so we're doing a mother-daughter camp. Um, and then they have, if you're like second grade up, you can go on to um, like their age, camp for a couple days and if you're a guy they're doing a father-son um, camp and then there's a separate camp that you can join just for your kid um, if they want to do that but we are doing some fundraisers for that one is our t-shirts that we're selling tonight can I go ahead and announce that Abby okay so our t-shirts we're selling tonight they're $15 and $5 will go to all camp so um, that's exciting and then we'll do probably our annual bake sale um, our garage sale or wasn't that great last year but 
who's to say we won't? You know, if you have some things and you think you might put together a good garage sale, maybe we could do that too. We're up for anything for the kids. Um, I had one last thing. Oh, a training. So I'd like to do a training now that I've gotten a, a, a quite a few more extra volunteers and I'm hoping to get a few more. Um, I'd like to maybe throw out a date, maybe the 22nd, like we're here that day. Maybe we could utilize one of the extra rooms here afterwards. Maybe, I don't know. Okay, so um, we're going to maybe think about that if you want to kind of jot that down and, and mark a calendar. And if you can't make it, um, I'll get the information to you because I just want us to be on the same page. So do you have any questions for the children's ministry? Okay. First of all, I just want to say all that food was awesome, and I wish I would have worn my cargo shorts because Becky's working tonight, I'm going to be binge-watching some Marvel movies, and I could use some, some pocket food, but anyway, I'll uh, have to grab some and maybe put it in my smaller pocket here, but anyway, um, yeah, so I'm just going to give like a quick little recap uh, from this past year with Love the City stuff, and then kind of a look into um, the rest of this year. Um, but first, thank you guys for, for taking my family in well as uh, Matthew uh, uh, wanted to bring us on and bring me on here to staff. And um, as you guys were all just wel welcoming hands and arms to our family here at Origins, uh, ministry is never easy and moving to a new place is never easy. And man, this has been like my favorite year of ministry so far and being able to do that alongside you guys, like it really really makes it easier and enjoyable when it's a, just a, a good fit and you guys are so loving. So thank you guys and look forward to continuing continuing the fight with you all. Um, but uh, if you guys go back to the budget sheet really quick and look at the money out, you'll see that a portion of that for giving is Love the City. And so everything that you hear us uh, talking about on Sundays and the weekly email and stuff, whether it's stuff with Miracle Hill, our school systems, PMAC, um, in different areas, things that we even do sporadically with like Rebuild Upstate and stuff. Um, how we're able to do that is by you guys um, continuing to be faithful and, and giving with that, because that allows us to really love on our city in um, ways that we can uh, see doors open for us to share the gospel. And so um, thank you guys for, for being a part of that. Thank you guys for, for continuing to pray and also too for um, even stepping in and volunteering a lot. And so I know it um, it, it takes a lot of work emotionally. Showing up to Miracle Hill every week under different locations is not easy. It can be draining at times, um, but we're able to, to do things like that and to provide stuff for them because of um, volunteers, giving, and continuing to pray. So encourage us to do that. Um, a big thing that we have on our radar for this coming up year, uh, really two things are, again, if we look around Zen, we see a bunch of apartments with like thousands of people that live all around us. And there's just going to be a lot of good um, space and opportunities for us to start loving on them well. And so we're going to start pushing out some um, consistent um, things monthly for us to simply love on them with encouragement notes, um, things that we can gather with, uh, with our budget as far as gift baskets and, and things like that, and ways that we can um, get ourselves into departments to love on their staff, whether we're able to have spiritual conversations with them, you know, sooner or years down the road whatever it is we know that god has origins in the downtown area for for a reason and we're here for as long as god needs us and and, and wants us here and so um that's one thing that we have on our radar um for this coming up year and then two with our school systems uh, legacy k4 one of the charter schools this is something that like i'm just like super excited about and uh man i hope you guys are excited about it too this is just really just a work of god that he's uh, been able to um, open up for us and so we got reached out after we served one of the legacy locations and they're like hey a k4 school opened up we need a, a church to come on and love love on them because they don't have anybody yet it's a new school and so we we're like awesome let's go and just see what we can do for them and so we started serving breakfast once a month and um really didn't know what the next steps were sometimes i'm like man i still don't know what's going to happen in the next four or five six months with that but um, we made a, a huge ask last week and just said hey we've been serving you guys breakfast uh, for the past you know eight nine months like is it okay if we maybe start meeting with your staff quarterly and having a sit-down breakfast and devotionals and things like that in ways that we can 
maybe get plugged in with more of our church family because obviously a lot of the places we serve at, not all of you are able to make it all the time, but um, it gives us a chance to sit down with maybe some of the kids and help them read, um, help love on the staff well, and uh, just get plugged more into the community. And so there's going to be a lot of doors, a lot of things that are opening up for us to really get in there and uh, start loving on them well. And obviously we'll, we'll push more details out logistically with, with what that looks like. But just a couple of areas that, uh, man, sometimes it seems as we're going through the day and day stuff that uh, we don't really know what, what God's doing, what he's up to, but we know that he's uh, just calling on us to continue to trust him, whether that's with our location, where we meet at on Sundays, or where we're going to serve and how we're going to get into some places to, to share the gospel. Because man, how, how cool would it be to uh, continue to see God just uh, save people, redeem people, um, not just not, not for origin's name, but for, for Jesus' name, for his kingdom. And we all get to be a part of that through through giving, through volunteering, through um, uh, praying. So just encourage you guys to continue those things and um, um, invite your, your kiddos and your family into to those areas as well. Even if it's a simple prayer over the dinner table um, once a week or something, just praying for the different parts of our city as we move forward, uh, not just as adults, but with, with all of our, with all of our churches. So, um, yeah, it's really all of an update I have for you guys. Um, I'm sure you guys are just burning with a bunch of questions, but, uh, I'm joking. I know probably not a whole lot, but if you guys do have any questions, uh, I'd love to, uh, connect with you and talk to you about that. say like thanks to Zach man for coming in too because when he came in uh, basically kind of gave him free reign over how we do love the city and we just said look man here's what we've done in the past um, here here's kind of our stingray of accountability go after it um, 29601 shaped like a stingray so that's, that's what we say um, and he's done a great job like I've got a I have left a sheet over there of all the places that money went in 2021 and uh, we, we were joking a little while ago. We were like, man, it's the first time that we can say we've given away more than a quarter of $100,000 in a given year. And so that feels really good. But a lot of that was directed just through Zach. Like we have some things that are set, like our church planters, they get the same amount each month. And then what we give to the, G, the Greenville Baptist Association and the South Carolina Baptist Convention, their cooperative program, those are a percentage. But then the rest of that, like Zach kind of has free reign to say, hey, this is who we're going to serve this month and what we're going to do with this money. And, um, and so it takes a little bit of creativity and flexibility, but he's done it. And, uh, man, he's done a really, really good job. So, man, thank you for coming in and doing that. Um, we kind of wanted to take a minute to talk about, like, beyond Greenville. Um, we, we often say, you know, we want to make disciples who love God, love one another, and love this city. Uh, but also we, we want to love people beyond Greenville. And uh, one of the ways that we do that is through our church planters and our church planting partners. Uh, we currently have two church planters that we support on a monthly basis financially. Uh, one is just right outside of our Stingray uh, in West Greenville. Um, and they just kind of inherited another bigger building. Um, Will brought us in Reconcile Community Church. God's continuing just to move in their church. And so they've been given two buildings in a row. And honestly, sometimes I'm like, hey, um, you got an extra, you know, toss it our way. But at the same time, in 29601, there aren't a whole lot of church buildings. But either way, we're super grateful to have a partnership with them, be able to support them. And then Ivy Roads um, and those guys up in Boston, in Jamaica Plains. Uh, it has been uh, Mosaic, Jamaica Plains. They just, they're going through a name change right now, but they're in about year four. And, and they're doing good. They're healthy. We're continuing to support them. Uh, but over the next year, we are going to seek another church planter that we can support and just say, you know, we, we love you. We want to support you where you are and what you're doing. We believe in church planting. Uh, we're here because we were a planted church. And so just to be able to give to them. And that comes out of that, you know, that overflow as well, that 10% of what's given. So um, just kind of as a statement based on what the finance team and what Zach talked about, the more we give, like as a family to Origins, the more we give away. And I know that sounds really simple, but it's also very freeing too. Like the more God blesses us and allows us to be generous, the more that we can be generous as a church and take care of more people and see that the gospel goes places even that we are not. Um, and so part of that is church planters, uh, like kind of here and a little bit further, but also part of that's what we do in Guatemala. And so we have a very beautiful lady that's going to come up and give you some information about Guatemala and what that looks like and where we are with that. She's my wife, by the way. <laughs> Just for the recorder, I just wanted them to know. <laughs> Hello. Um, okay, <clears throat> so doing a little Guatemala update. 
And uh, so, and this is with Food for the Hungry, if those of you aren't familiar with that. And this coming Sunday, I'll do kind of a more in-depth explanation of what Food for the Hungry is and our partnership uh, for the newbies. And I have a video and some updated pictures, but we don't have that capability. Um, so, but for now, to let you know, um, in the fall of 2019, we, seven of us, went uh, to Guatemala to um, meet the community, the village that we work with, that we sponsor. We have sponsored children there. Um, how many of you all sponsor children here? Nice. Um, I know several of you who are new or maybe who haven't in the past um, have asked for updated uh, packets, children, uh, sponsored child packets. So I have those and we'll have them available next Sunday as well. So you can take a look at that and read the children's interest and their age and all that good stuff. Um, but we got to meet those children. Uh, it was right before COVID hit. So that was, you know, two and a half years ago or so. But we'll be going back in spring break of 2023, 23, next year. Uh, so about this time, and that's going to be uh, April. These are rough dates here. Um, like April 14 through 22-ish, so of 2023. Okay, got that? Um, so a little update with the community. We went and helped uh, start build the community center is what they're calling it. They will be using it as a medical facility. Um, right now it's about 90% complete. And um, Amalia emailed me yesterday to let me know that um, with our partnership, we give money and Food for the Hungry supports as well, but the community has to have a buy-in to this project. They are responsible. They have a financial responsibility. They also, they also have to give uh, manpower to, to build things. Like we don't just go in and do it for them and then get out of there. And um, So it's 90% complete. They still have to do um, the water service, electricity, and toilets. So um, they do use it as kind of a food service for the community right now, but they're not using it medical uh, as a medical service until restrooms are installed. Um, and then they also have future projects going for um, construction of the school roofing on the, there's like a multi-court basketball area that they're um, said that they want to do. Um, so they're working in all of those things. Um, and that's about it. Any questions? Yep. Yes. Probably like end of the summer or early fallish, and we'll do uh, we do fundraisers for those. We did a big golf tournament for the last one that raised a lot. Yes, um, so I think for our last trip, people gave like their deposit, and and that's about it. But so, and and our group can only be about six to ten people just because of transportation. Like you fly in, then you have to take like an eight-hour bus ride. To It's great. But it, it is great. It's fun. Kristen went, Kip went, and Matthew, Stephen, who's the pastor here, Kathy, Bama. Is that it? I think that's so. it. Yeah. So. All right. I'm already getting texts saying, hey, we're, we're two of those 10 people right now, basically. So you better sign up quick. It's going to fill up fast. Uh, but yeah, if you, raise your hand if you did go. Yeah, so if you want to know more about that trip and what it looks like, like, it, it, like, honestly, it's a hard, amazing, beautiful thing to get to do. It's emotionally draining. It's physically draining. It's draining in all ways, but it's also incredibly life-giving, too. So... If you've never been, 
out of our kind of our, our circle and radius of life and you haven't seen what that looks like, you should definitely uh, take a peek and see if you can get there. Um, yeah, so kind of, uh, I know we, we talked about we want to get done, so we're going to kind of talk about looking ahead, some things for this year, uh, kind of outside of these areas. Um, a couple of things that we've never really gotten to do that we're going to do in the next few months. Uh, we've never done a going away men's retreat. Uh, we're going to do an actual get out of town men's retreat next month. Um, and just a quick update on that, like the email went out on Thursday. And Thursday afternoon, we found out that the space we were using for that men's retreat was double booked. And so <laughs> it's gone. But we, we've got alternate plans in the work. And instead of the mountains, it may be the lake. And uh, it may be a bigger space, so we might actually be able to do more than 20 guys. And so if you're interested in that, stay tuned to the weekly emails. There may be a, a little more cost other than 20 bucks. We're going to cover most of it, but we may ask that you help a little bit um, to help us kind of offset some of those costs because the other house was free. This one will not be free, but it's bigger and it's on the lake. And uh, there are life jackets if you can't swim, Uncle Eddie. Um, and so we're going to be doing that. Uh, we also have a women's retreat uh, that we're going to let Lisa talk about in just a second. So just sit tight there. Uh, this summer, we're going to do uh, summer breakfasts. Uh, we've never done this either, but we're going to have a men's breakfast once a month and a women's breakfast once a month because our community groups break for the summer because our community group leaders work hard and our hosts work hard. We want to give them a breather and let them take a break. But in order to keep people connected uh, once a month, we're just going to have, hey, here's a Saturday. Men are going to get together. We're going to eat. And we're going to have like a brief 15-minute devotional, just a time to meet each other, rub elbows, eat food, gain some weight, tick those cholesterol numbers up because that's what breakfast is for, but also provides energy that's sustainable for the rest of your busy workday Saturday. Um, we're going to do that. And then another Saturday during the month will be women's breakfasts. Um, and it might be more dainty, but it could be the same food. I'm, I don't pretend to know these things. Uh, we're going to do those. Um, while we are kind of in Zen and kind of thinking beyond that, we're going to keep our eyes open for another potential, spe potential space. Uh, we're always looking, but here's something else that we would love for you to pray about and think about. Um, we would love to have a smaller kind of an anchor space in downtown as close to where we are currently right now. And so that might be 2,000, 3,000 square feet. Um, there's kind of a limitless amount of things that we could do there, things like this, but I don't want us just to think about inward things for origins, but also things for the city that you know we might not necessarily be able to do in someone's house which is the way that we've always functioned but if we had a place that was close um, you know whether it be after school programs recovery programs whatever it may be like we would love to find a space that we could do that um, we might have to get creative and figure out ways to offset that cost um, been talking to a church planting buddy in charleston and they actually run like a co-working space out of the place kind of monday through friday nine to five uh, but even if we offer that as a means for our city to meet and build relationships with people as they're getting work done, because every guy, everybody's kind of been spread out uh, during COVID. A lot of people don't even have offices to go back to, but they still have jobs. If that's a way that we bring in somebody that has a job and we sit and we get to tell them our story, hear their story, and let Jesus work in the midst of that, man, we're good with that. And so we're praying and actively kind of seeking uh, a place like that and also figuring out how can we pay for it. And so throughout all of this stuff, like with Zen, it went up basically roughly about 200 bucks a week, um, which equated to about 11 grand in a year. Uh, we, we were blessed not to have to come to the Origins family and say, hey, uh, we need everybody to give 5% more. Like we didn't have to ask that. But if we find a space that we feel like God's saying, hey, jump on this, use this, um, and I will use you to grow my name in this city, uh, we might have to say, hey, um, can you dig in and, and contribute 5% more? Whatever that is that your family's giving, can you give 5% in addition to that? Um, or whatever it may be. And we'll be you know, super transparent as to what that looks like. Um, but it is crazy, like where we're sitting in Zen right now, over the next several years, as some of these apartments get finished and these condos get finished, it's gonna be such a ridiculously high concentration of people living right there that we, we can't ignore that. And so, and maybe even a leadership flaw on my part four years ago when we moved into the old cigar, Maybe our eyes were not open, and maybe I wasn't looking to the fact that around Old Cigar and around Zen now, I mean, people are moving to live there, can walk in there. And over the past several months, we have. There are people that are sitting there every week, and they don't know anybody, but they saw a flag, or they saw a banner, and they walked in, and, and several of them were in our membership class last month. And so, man, that's amazing. And so we think, 
maybe we're seeing six to eight right now, but imagine the thousands that are going to be living there over the next few weeks. I mean, there's an eight-story apartment building that's being built within a stone's throw of Zen right now. And it, when that gets finished, that's a lot of people. And if, if we apply the metrics that we know about downtown, 90 to 92% of the people currently living in downtown that are transplants do not have a relationship with Jesus, um, imagine the numbers then. And then imagine the reach that we have that's just right across the street or right down the road or right across Main Street or between Zen and Academy. It's amazing how many people are going to live there. And we, we want to do everything that we can to meet them and build a relationship with them and see God work through that. And so there may come a day where we ask um, for a little bit more. Uh, Generosity has been off, like off the charts. It's been amazing. Like every month we would, we would look at the end of the month and an email would kind of go around between the finance team and the elders and me, and I'd just be like, holy cow, what, what is this? Like, where's this money coming from, and who are these people, and why are they being so insanely generous? And the only thing that we can think is that, you know, God's been preparing us for something else. And so we want to say thank you um, for that. So we are actively seeking those. Um, but speaking of the things that, that we have coming up, Lisa, if you'd like to come up and tell us a little bit about the Women's Stay Retreat that's coming up. Stay Treat? I don't know. Do we call it Stay Treat or... Yeah. How about retreat? We can just say retreat. Retreat. Yeah. So we're not going to let the guys have all the fun. So we're planning a special weekend in uh, June, the first weekend in June. We're going to have a ladies retreat. Um, we've got the food and the fellowship plan. We're still working on the fun. So we're going to have a good time. Uh, it starts at 6 o'clock. It's going to be at my house. It's going to be uh, in Five Forks. It's a little ways for some of you. Um, we decided because of so many young children and the husbands not being able to live without the mothers for a while. We were going to have the mothers go home uh, that night and then come back the next day. So it'll be a two day. Friday night starts at six o'clock and we're going to have dinner and fun. And then you'll come back the next day at 10 o'clock and for breakfast. And we do have a speaker coming that morning as well. Now, if you can only come to one of the events, that's fine. I'm going to ask you to sign up um, online and email me or email me or call me or whatever. Um, we'd love to have you for the entire weekend. And unlike the men's retreat, uh, we do not have a limit on how many people we can invite. So please, um, Sunday, when, you're, when you see these invitations, please take a couple extra and send them and give them to people that you may, they may want to come. Um, maybe a coworker, maybe a mother or a sister. So we're, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun weekend. Yes. <laughs> I really hate to say okay. that. Okay. All right. Well, we're one of the, the families that came during COVID. We, okay. were, um, we went to an, another church for a long time, and our church pretty much shut, shut down. Jason Rassetter and I taught beside each other at Eastside High School. Jason goes, Come on, please, you know, please come, please try us out, please try us out. And we did, and we do realize we're some of the oldest ones here, but we do feel like this is where God has brought us and so we're here so we're and we're involved <laughs> so, so please uh please take those uh invitations we can get them on sunday please give them out to as many people but please don't forget to rsvp so we'll have enough food and at this time there is no cost thank you Kobe. yeah so Again, there's a lot of families, like if you've been coming for a while and you look around on a Sunday, you're like, man, I don't know uh, 26 of these people. Where well, here's what you need to do. You need to do exactly what Kip Kaiser just did and walk up and say, hey, I'm awkward. What's your name? <laughs> and just, who are you? Like, we have some people that are the queen and king of awkward, and that's okay. Be awkward, but find out who people are. Because we have a wealth of people uh, just that are attending on Sundays and in our community groups. And, and if you don't know them, that's your fault. Um, and I know that sounds very harsh, but it's reality. If you do not know someone on Sunday, that is on you. Uh, that's not on them. It's not their responsibility to introduce themselves. It's your job to be awkward and walk up and stick out a hand or a high five or an elbow. I don't care. And just say, hey, who are you? My name's Bob, if your name is Bob. If it's not Bob, tell them your real name because it's, it's a bad start to a relationship if you give the wrong name. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for being willing to do that and open up your home and uh, not put a number on it either. That, that's incredible. Um, and so thank you for that. Um, a couple of just kind of closing ideas, and then Neil's going to close us out in prayer. Uh, it, it is pretty crazy that as, as a church plant that is about 12 years old now, um, 
we still exist. And I know you think that that's a weird thing to say, but, but you have to understand, like if you haven't been around long, uh, when Origins planted, there were seven other churches that planted on Main Street at the same time. And this is not a testimony to how great we've done things, but it's just a testimony of God's planning and his timing. Um, six of those churches no longer exist. Uh, they did not survive. Part of the reason that we survived is the generosity of, of Abram, uh, allowing us to meet in a space for free for so long, um, allowing us to tear his shop up, to tear their shop up every single week and try our best to put it together again, wrong, every week, and to never ask anything in return. Huge part is due to their generosity. But the, other, the rest of it is just due to God has a plan. And, and I do believe that uh, the way that God has built Origins, uh, it looks entirely different than any church that I've ever been involved with and probably any church that you've ever been involved with. And for that, I'm, just, I'm grateful every single week. Um, I'm grateful that we are overly relational. And it's intimidating to the point to where I've had people say, I don't want to come back uh, because people want to know me too much. Uh, again, we are not going to apologize for that uh, because we want to be known by God, we want to know God, but we want to be known by each other and know each other. And if all four of those things are not happening, then we are failing as a church. Um, and so thank you for being awkward. Thank you for being overly relational. If you are, thank you for walking up to someone and introducing yourself when you have no idea who they are. Um, and thank you if you've come as, as someone that is on the wiser scale um, we're not even going to mention age, but if you are older than me and you've put down roots with us as a church, we've prayed for you to come for a while, and we thank you for your wisdom and for your just everything that you bring to the table. And not to say that if you're under 40, you're not appreciated. You are, but we've had you for a while, and so we're grateful for you. Um, are there any questions about anything that we've gone over tonight? <laughs> Sorry. I love seeing kids run around with their arms behind them. It reminds me of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Anyway, are there any questions? None? Man, this is the greatest business meeting ever. So good. Uh, if you do want a more detailed budget, uh, let, let the finance team know. They can give you one with all of the ins and outs, like the love God, love one another, love the city. There's a lot of things that go into each one of those. Uh, but just to save time and energy, we wanted to give you this overview version. If you want more information on that, let us know. Um, if you want more information about uh, how things are going with the search and things like that, let us know. Um, basically, we, we make it clear that if there's anything we got, we'll be glad to talk about it. So just let us know. Uh, thank you guys for being here tonight. T-shirts are over there. Uh, they're these. They're, they're $15. Okay, $15. We paid 10 each. And so we're going to clear 5 bucks, or about $4.72. And all of that's going to help kids go to camp this summer so parents aren't responsible for all of it. Uh, all you do is walk over there, find your size, scan the QR code. It's amazing. I'm an idiot and I made that. You scan that, it will take you to a page. You pay for it right there. Then just put your name on a piece of paper saying that you got it and what size you got so that we can keep track of inventory. Um, but otherwise, buy one, buy two, wash them, wear them. And when people ask you, what's that? Yeah, we have kids and adult sizes. Uh, the greatest thing about Origins is nobody knows that it's a church until you tell them. So you'll wear your, church, your shirt out in public and people say, hey, what's Origins? Then you get to tell them. And so uh, grab your shirt, wear your shirt. Uh, thank you guys for being here. If you want to take food home, please do. And we love you. Uh, Neil, what's that, stickers? I don't know. Uh, I have a lot of baggage with church branding and shirts are hard enough as it is. I have anxiety making shirts, but we might get the stickers at some point. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that just gave me a panic attack. But thank you. Neil, you want to close us out in prayer? Yes.
Amen. Thank you guys for being here. There's plenty of food. Take it home. There's plenty of dessert. T-shirts back there. And uh, done before 7. Amazing. <laughs>